Welcome back. Philip Chong is here from Quincy Asian Resources to chat about a lot that's happened and a lot that's going to happen at Quarry. Philip, great to see you again. Thank you, Joe. Oh, a pleasure. Uh, I guess the biggest thing that just recently happened was uh, Big August Moon Festival, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was great. It was Sunday, August 21st. And we have a little over 15,000 people 15, attended. 15,000 people. <laughs> I think I'm, I've been very lucky. I mean, since I've been with Corey, this is my six years. Uh, every year I hit the jackpot of the weather. Yes. Uh, so yes. very, very fortunate. And uh, it's been amazing uh, festival uh, with the city support and then with all the sponsors and volunteers and staff. Mm. Uh, it's just a great day for the family and children and everyone. So. Was this the first year that you could have like a full-blown event after the pandemic uh, because of the pandemic? Yes, yes yeah. definitely, yes. So, yeah, a lot of blessing and uh, so glad to see all the people yeah, let's coming show some pictures. Support. We have a couple yes, of pictures yes. we can show folks. Uh, the whole, you basically took over Cottington Street. Yes. It's <laughs> like yes. From, uh, from the library all the way down to the YMCA. Yes. It was a sea of people, as you see there, yeah. Yeah. Definitely need to give the credit to uh, the Y as well. Uh, we have uh, free ice cream and then, you know, candy sweets. And then you saw the rock climbing. Uh, these are you volunteers. And this has been the 35th year's uh, celebration, annual wow. celebration for August Moon Festival in Quincy. Uh, so a lot of volunteer support. Oh, my goodness. Look at the people, the sea. <laughs> The and, sea of people. Like you say, the beautiful day that you it's had. It's a as beautiful well. day, yeah. so I couldn't ask for more. Uh, and people are very happy and just, you know, going through the street, meeting all the vendors and supporters and enjoying the day and spending time with the family. So, yeah. Well, I mean, 30 years, so you've got folks there who may have been, you know, two or three when they went to their first one. Now they have children <laughs> of their own. Yes, definitely. So uh, hopefully, you know, it's continue and I'm sure that it will be um, continue as a momentum for yeah. 100 years, 200 years. It's like our history. Did you climb the rock wall? I haven't yet. No. Okay. Okay. If you come next year, I will do it oh, with you. Is that a challenge? Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do a throw down for that. Okay. Are you promising me? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not promising at all. Yeah. They do uh, a dunk tank this year, actually. Uh, Oh, were you in the dunk tank? Uh, no, no, unfortunately, I, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> did you dunk anybody? No, I did okay. not. Okay. I did not. I was running around back and forth. Okay. But uh, I, would do, I would do a rock climbing if you, if you or someone. So maybe send, send someone from your crew. Is there like a, a big mattress at the bottom in case you fall? You know, yes. <laughs> something yes, to catch you? Yes. <laughs> so there's safety harness. And yeah, so a lot of people doing the rock climbing yeah. so it's great it's and all about fun right it's, it's all, all about, about fun yeah. and the weather was just amazing spectacular so, yeah yeah do you see new faces every year Philip? Yes, you do yes yeah. a lot of new faces and um besides all the vendors their performances uh you know we have a traditional dragon and lion dance at the opening yep. uh, all the cultural performances and so you see all different faces uh so um very diverse, yes. very diverse. So very happy, very excited. We were um, happy to help support you in that. Thank and that, you. That had some cameras there. Yes. And folks can uh, see some highlights here. Your crew was there too. Yes. So thank you. Yes, sure, absolutely. Uh, the main reason um, to bring you over today really is to talk about um, the mental health outpatient program. Yes. Um, already in its first year, pretty much, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is a three-year program. A three-year plan. Plan three year to plan. implement this program. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot of work it's to plan it. It's a huge undertaking. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, 
but it's been a calling. Um, we've been working uh, very diligently with the school, uh, with the community leaders and different nonprofit organizations as well as city uh, to really support uh, the youth, the family, especially for the Asian immigrants. Yeah. Uh, we saw a lot of uh, inequity in terms of uh, on the cultural language size, especially accessing uh, mental health services. Uh, we saw uh, tragic incidents um, in, from our youth programs. Some, Su yep. Suicide? Suicidal situations okay. and stuff like that. So uh, we, we have been partnering with uh, Aspire, uh, which was a former social mental health. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the city and uh, social health in terms of incorporating more cultural cultural and linguistic uh, clinical and social services uh, to the school, to the youth, to the family. And um, so it's definitely a huge undertaking. It's a lot of work, but we, are, we believe that is something that we have to do right now. Uh, and I'm very fortunate it, to do that. I wanted to read the vision and the Please. mission. Please, yes. Because I think it Thank really you. spells it out yes. clearly as to what, what it is you're trying to do. Uh, the vision is to provide culturally and linguistically relevant clinical and social services, furthering the growth and wellness of the community. Mm -hmm. Mission to improve a community wellness by integrating clinical services that bridge language, cultural barriers, and break the stigma for Asian and immigrant communities. So. A huge undertaking. It's a huge undertaking. Yeah. I mean, you just said something that is so important, uh, which is a stigma, uh, especially in our community. Um, as myself, as an Asian American, I personally benefit in terms of realizing uh, the help and services that I can get uh, from, you know, from the mental health side. Uh, I'm 46 years old. I start seeing therapists when I was 37. And it changed my life really? personally. Yes, but this is something that I wouldn't be able to talk to my parents, my folks. Right. Uh, it's something that they would think that you know it's my problem. Um, so those are the statements that we really want to help the community to understand. It is something that is having a primary care. It shouldn't be shame. It shouldn't be something that you don't feel comfortable to talk about that. So you're. A year, just about a year into it. Um, in terms of the uh, the, the applications plan. to get the license, yeah. Uh, but in terms of the work that we we've, we've been uh, working with the school, yep. working with the youth and family, it's been a long journey. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of focus group, a lot of uh, we have something called bubble tea time uh, for the youth. Uh, we partner with um, Aspire mm -hmm. uh, and their teams to really giving the. Um, time and, and safe haven uh, for to you to talk about different sensitive topics and stuff like that. So, so really, you're bringing you're bringing this in-house at Quarry. Yes. You know, I mean, you've yes. kind of, you know, kind of outsourced it um, in the past, yes. but now you're bringing it in-house with yes. your own team, right? Yes, okay. definitely. So, we're very fortunate. We got our clinical director, Dr. Han No. Um, so she, actually, she's uh, uh, multilingual, uh, okay. Vietnamese, Mandarin, Cantonese. And she's a licensed psychologist, and we have uh, we also have we have a picture of her. We can yes, show folks actually. Yes, yes. So she's been great, and she's been uh, working with us to uh, plan and uh, implementing this program okay. uh, for the community. Uh, we also have a licensed psychiatrist, Dr. Michael Elpert, 
uh, he had been working at the uh, South Coast Community Health Center. You stole him. Uh, no, I did not, actually. <laughs> okay. He used to. He used to. Oh, all right. Okay. And uh, he actually, he fluent in Mandarin. Is that right? He's fluent in Mandarin. I understand. He lived in China for several years. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. And we also have a licensed social worker that um, multilingual and definitely understanding the community and culture. That is, so, that is the key, isn't it? It is the key. Yeah. It is the key. And don't get me wrong, like, you know, with the pandemic and all the situation, it's, uh, it's a huge, like, long wait for individuals and family if they want to see a bilingual therapist. It's a long, long wait. Right. If we can it's do something in health uh, to, to bring that access to our clients, is something that we do in the good. Yeah. yeah. Has your experience in the uh, in the private healthcare sector, Philip, helped you put this program together? Um, we work very closely with uh, the private sectors yeah. in terms of uh, collaboration through their foundations, in terms of creating more awareness. Uh, definitely, we got a lot of support from all different uh, organizations. Uh, it is something that um, I think a lot of uh, private sector, public sectors mm. see that is something that we have to, you know, do, do it, mm -hmm. and we really have to tackle these social issues. Was it the pandemic that triggered you to implement this program, or did that would, would that happen before the pandemic hit? I would say I always, uh, I mean, since my journey, I mean, when I start, you know, getting seeing my therapist, yeah. I really saw the change of myself. Okay. I personally believe it, and uh, in terms of professionally. Um, we know that there's a huge demand for that. Uh, but the, the pandemic definitely exacerbates yes. uh, the situation and demand. And, but in the silver lining, the pandemic enable uh, more receptive for indiv individuals to, uh, to see their therapists it through It made it okay, right? Yeah, made it made okay. okay yeah. And then also how they see it. Yeah. Because many times that before the pandemic, it was more in person. Yes. But right now, because of the pandemic, uh, the telehealth yep. uh, is more receptive and also breaking a barrier in terms of inequity because a lot of uh, Asian immigrants, they have to work many hours. And if we can uh, allow technologies to make that more accessible for them, it's also another good that we're doing. Okay. Yeah. All right, so yes. uh, light at the end of the tunnel, as it were. And it's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not only quarry, as I'm sure you're aware. Um, yes. Folks at Interface Social Services yes. have been trying to stop the stigma, yes. you know, um, for many years now. Yes. Um, and other other mental health agencies also are yes. aware of the stigma. So, do you think it's it's not just cultural? It's it's maybe it's um, societal. It definitely, yeah. it definitely is a huge part. Uh, we also been working with uh, community partners on the uh, South Shore Behavioral Health Initiative, mm -hmm. with Bay State, with QCAP, Interfaith, yeah. and a, a lot. Uh, aspire uh, really working together so it's definitely not just Corey yeah. um, but we know that if we can do more um, it's a, something that we, we want to do it now yeah, yeah although it's I mean as you pointed out it's so important if, if there's a language barrier that just that's just another hurdle you know yes. that somebody has to overcome to get the care that they need um, we've it's already been a quote-unquote mental health pandemic, if you mm -hmm. will, you know, mm -hmm. because of COVID-19. Yes. But to add that barrier uh, of not being able to communicate your, your feelings, your needs yes. to your caregiver, um, that's going to put you even more behind the eight balls or, yeah. Or even bury that because of the or, stigma or, 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 or taboo. No, no yeah. help, right. Yes. Yeah. So. 
Is it a generational thing too? Are you finding that uh, younger folks are more receptive than older people? I always tell people that I'm 30s. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if that if that's true, that yes, yeah. yes, definitely. Uh, I think we see a different uh, perspective uh, in different generations. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that our mission, in terms of Koi as a uh, as an organization. Uh, through the work that we're doing, especially in the workforce, because mm -hmm. we touch upon a lot of immigrants' workforce through our programs and initiatives, we want to provide clarity. We want to provide these services to create clarity for them. Sometimes in life, it's not about what you don't have, it's about what you can leverage mm. in terms of resources. Mm. So, but that really based on the clarity that you need to able to see it. And many times is you know the behavioral health services that if, if they really start talking about that, maybe they will get that clarity okay. in life. Yeah, um, I don't think people appreciate the work that it took to get this program approved by the state because it has to be approved by the state. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So we're working on that, and uh, we got uh, all the uh, required uh, materials, information um, already submitted. So. We're waiting for our provisional licensings, and then once we have it, we can start uh, doing the intake and providing services to oh. the uh, community. Okay. Has it been a challenge to find clinicians? Extremely challenging. Yeah. Extremely challenging. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, burnout. Yeah. Uh, also, clinicians also got burnout. Uh, they also need their self-care and stuff like that. And generally speaking, for with bilingual uh, therapists and clinicians, is there's a huge shortage of that. I think. Uh, one of the um, uh, one of the um, component that we want to do through this program is encouraging uh, graduating senior uh, from the high school, mm -hmm. especially uh, immigrants with bilingual, to choose social work or psychotherapy as a career pathway. Interesting. Because okay. many times that uh, Asian and immigrant families or parents, they don't see that as a a glorious career pathway. Yes. So yes. we want to change that because we need to fix it. Okay. Yeah. Are you, so you're working with the schools to that end? We're working with the school yeah. uh, very closely, and then um, we can say enough in terms of uh, Quincy Public School, how much they support uh, the work that we are doing. It's a great partner. That's wonderful. Yeah. Now you're also reaching out to uh, students uh, who may be experiencing a mental health crisis. Yes, you know, we to have To try been. and let them know that this is, a, this is going to be a service that will yes. be available. Yeah, definitely. What's left uh, in your three-year plan? What, where, where do you go to next with this? Uh, it, Everything. You, you know me. You know me for, for quite a few years yes. now. There's always something. Uh, we've been expanding on our workforce, and last year uh, we were chosen. Corey uh, was chosen as a first nonprofit uh, deliver, delivery service partner uh, by Amazon in the nation. Uh, to hence the sweatshirt that you're wearing. Yes, yes. Uh, it's a workforce franchise model. We're very excited and. Uh, with all the support, uh, we were able to onboard and hire over 300 immigrants associates uh, and to work at Amazon, and then also we provide wraparound social services at the workplace. Okay. Uh, with learning English, uh, pathway to citizenship, and health and wellness. You started, as I recall, uh, with Brooks Brothers. With Brooks Brothers. Right? Uh, uh, that was spurred by the pandemic. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Brooks Brothers uh, and then uh, South Shore Health. Okay. Uh, we still have the partnership with South Shore Health. Uh, They're very supportive. Uh, and recently we launched with the partnership with Claremont. Uh, with Claremont. Uh, and Claremont, they do have franchise uh, for the hotels. Uh, 
Hilton and Marriott uh, pretty much across Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. You've been very, very successful in, in, in partnering with uh, major organizations, uh, yes. for-profit organizations yes. across the country. Yes. What do you attribute that success to, Philip? This is a very good question. So uh, when we launch at Amazon, the Amazon people ask the same thing. Philip, why, why are you here, right? So I was telling them that we want to live and breathe with um, the critical mass. Uh, we identify employers with, uh, with a mass uh, immigrants workforce population, and we know where our clientels are. If we are not being there to really understand uh, their pain points and how we can help them to navigate, we're not doing our job. So we roll up the sleeves, as we always say, you know, all hands on deck. And those are partnerships that we see how we can be more in innovative in terms of helping these uh, people. Because many times, as again, when we first started with Brooks Brothers, uh, we knew that a lot of them worked 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Yeah. We need them to access these services more conveniently. So workplace is a is no-brainer for us. Basically, you're showing them uh, the power uh, of your community, right? Yeah. And the, and, and the dedication and commitment yes. and how they can benefit that organization. Yes. Yeah. And being there, you create a presence and relationship yes. and bottom line is the trust. Yeah. So. A couple of more pictures we want to show folks oh, yes. real quick uh, from your, was, was this an Amazon outing that we had? Yes. Uh, we convention? Yeah. We were very lucky. We were invited to the Amazon National Conference oh, okay. uh, two weeks ago. Uh, so uh, we were speaking at uh, one of the sessions uh, in regards of the DEI at the workplace. Yeah. And uh, with 4,000, uh, there's a 4,000 uh, attendees. Wow. Uh, they all workforce franchise. And Corey uh, is a uh, first nonprofit uh, workforce franchise wow. at Amazon. We were being recognized in terms of the great work that we're doing. So uh, we are, it's, it's definitely very proud yeah. of uh, the team, uh, our team, and our immigrant associates in terms of all the great work they're doing and they believing in this mission. So that's very important. Congratulations. Thank Joe. you so much, Joe. Oh, it's great to see you. Thank Please you. come back real soon. We'll do. All right.